0: And what happens in my mind, my personal opinion is that when you set unrealistic goals, such as I'm not going to spend as much, I'm only going to spend X, what happens is that you don't accomplish that goal. That means you failed that goal, which then puts more shame and anxiety on that goal, which then creates a negative feedback loop that just goes over and over. And then you, it's hard to find that behavioral change to where you are actually making change in, in a positive direction because you've set yourself up to fail. So I always encourage people to make sure is, is this realistic? Take a step back and just say, well, I only should be spending X. Then I have to ask, well, why am I spending X? So what I would say, especially when it comes to spending, is I think if you somebody wants to go and review what they spent through the year, really go through it and look at it, but then ask yourself, well, why did I spend that? Welcome to Critical Thinking Required, hosted by LBW. This podcast is intended for free thinkers, entrepreneurs, and knowledge seekers. Join us as we discuss relevant financial topics, explore with guests their financial journeys, and engage with experts in industries such as space, media and entertainment, real estate, and many more. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to Critical Thinking Required. You're with your hosts, myself, Tim Bickmore, and my colleague, Dan Weiss. And happy new year to everybody. Happy new year. It is 2023, <laughs> which is surprising. I can't believe it. Uh, it, is, it is nuts that we're into 2023. And with it being the new year, we're all very excited to get going and set goals and talk about things and what better people talk to than financial planners about what goals we have for 2023. Exciting. But before we stop, start there, I think that it's probably a good thing to state that we should all take a step back and reflect on 2022 what went well, what didn't go well, what do we want to change? Because I think that's a good mindset to get us geared up to go into 2023 and what we want to try and achieve uh, this year. Dan, I know you have a few things that you'd like to hit on that are good things to think about and to start thinking about now uh, going into this new year. So Dan, what do we, what do we got? Yeah, I love me
1: some reflection. I think it's a great, it goes hand in hand and Obviously, the, these financial decisions fuel the rest of your life narrative. Something we talk about a lot. So, uh, deserving of some reflection, figuring out what, what, you, what should be be done this year. So, uh, I made a list this morning um, of a couple things just to kind of touch on. And uh, now the question is, can I actually read my
0: handwriting well enough to to <laughs> recite this list? I think we I think we got at least. Partially read, slash in your head. So I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be Give right. me some
1: grace. I might have to like think about what if this is a B or a P or anything like that. We don't have Ying here. She could decipher my handwriting better than myself. Um, but let's go through a couple of things then in the spirit of reflection. Uh so let's start there. So I'm reflecting on your goals, one thing that, that from a qualitative standpoint that is absolutely critical, that does not get thought about enough, is what does money mean to you? Money means different things, to different people that changes at times throughout life for a lot of people. So is that the same is, is money and your usage of money, the purpose behind it, the same as it was last year, five years ago, and so on. And I think that really leads into how you utilize money. So what do those habits look like? It is not uncommon for people to have a slight idea as to what they're spending money on and then be really wrong or have a slight idea but not grasp the whole thing. But uh, money is fungible and opportunity costs are real. So what are you allocating to? We always tell people all the time because we can see everybody's transactions is a cool thing we do, right? But um, I don't care what you're spending money on. No one should care. If someone cares about your money, uh, how you're spending your money, well, You know, you should tell them where to go. In all reality, it just should be making you happy. So if you're allocating your funds to different things, whether the material, non-material things that are not driving you happiness don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. So think about how you really want to rearrange that. So I think that's probably a great umbrella to start. A lot of these things are going to fall underneath that.
0: Yeah. I think the only thing I would add to to that specific piece when we're thinking about reflection, and Dan talks about this actually quite a bit. Uh, We get it from Morgan Housel's book. Uh, He kind of specifically talks about a certain story about what is defining what enough is. And I think that that question, yeah, psychology of money by Morgan Housel. So he talks about the concept of enough and what is enough. And I think that self-reflecting on 2022 was 2022, enough for you, both in your relationships, while you spent money, a lot of different things. And if the answer is yes, then we may not have to make very many changes. But if the answer is no, why is it a no? And then how do we then make sure we can adjust and position ourselves to get to a yes? But to answer what enough is to you, as Dan mentioned, can change over time and can also be very difficult. It takes a lot of self-reflecting. It takes some effort to really kind of take a step back and say, okay, was this year enough? on all aspects of life not mm-hmm. just necessarily money
1: it's also not an easy thing to do i think a lot of people come in they're like oh yeah i've got my goals or there's no like sounding board there's you just a lot of times goals are planned out because it's what you think you should be planning towards or what people have told you and it's not really as applicable to you um so figuring out your goals and then prioritizing them is actually a pretty difficult thing to do for most people so mm-hmm. don't 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 feel bad about leaning on some help or or if it's difficult to think about. Uh, one thing that also could be very timely is creating a bucket list. Long-term is great, but even short-term. So what do you want to do differently with your spending habits, with your money uh, that you didn't do last year? Who do you want to do that stuff with? It really, I mean, our our own personal belief is just you know to share your successes, your resources, your money with other people Uh, really heightens the the worth and the value of that so are there people person that you want to share that with what is that what does that look like and then plan accordingly right um i think you probably have some great comments about about this tim but like it's it's we will tell you that being deliberate about your actions really increases the level of success and you getting like if it's a trip i want to go to I don't know, Fiji, um, an African safari this year, whatever be the case. We've had a client who was well, through COVID for years planning New Zealand, right? You keep your eye on it, and it's just more likely it's going to happen. I know
0: you've got some thoughts on this topic. Yeah, I think the big thing is that it's having intention, and then that intention drives can usually lead to happiness, right? It's like, hey, I, I have an intent to do X with X people or X person, Um, Which would be fantastic. And I think that sometimes what happens is life gets away from you really, really fast. And so we have these dreams or goals or things we want to do, but life comes fast, life hits you fast, and you just don't do it. And the hard part is that maybe we do have it saved. There's no reason once we have that money to go and spend it. That is why we do it. That is the reason why we work hard is to spend that money. And sometimes people get hindered by saying like, oh, because you get into a habit of savings and people like to see their savings at a certain level? And that is great. But we also did it for a reason. And it's okay to spend and give yourself that space, because if you can give yourself the space to spend as well, let's say it is a trip, that trip will be better instead of being anxious about going and spending too much money right? You really do have to create that space to say, it is okay. I can do this. This is all right. This is what this is for. This is what this is for. I I planned on this. I did achieve it. Um, And give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back. And I think creating that space and that attention is, is truly beneficial. It really does help and it will enhance that enjoyment, which enhanced the utility of mm-hmm. you spending that those dollars. You can be frugal elsewhere if you need to be to make that kind of happen. Yeah. So
1: don't, we've talked about this before in a different po- podcast. Don't create a financial tragedy that does not need to be there. Exactly. Um, I've got some other things on Let's here do too it. that are maybe not as fun. <laughs> It's uh, right. creative, is what we were just talking about. I, that's my favorite part. I love that part. But we got a couple other things that I, I could throw out here too. Um, practicing too is it let's was go down the list things so we can hit some of these uh, these pieces. So um, get your taxes done early if you can. That's hard to do because these 1099s seem to come later and later. They've been doing that for a decade plus. K1s as well. K1s will really mess you up. But um, but if you can do it, do it. Nothing makes a CPA happier then you come into them as early as possible right? yeah they yeah. love that yeah they don't express a lot of love uh day to day you know with their clients perhaps but but this one
0: this one's going to get you points that's behind that's a behind the scenes you know like benefit for everybody cpas do like it even if they don't express it <laughs> 100% they do so do that they hate coming at april 5th yeah
1: it's not good um so yeah we we have CBA contacts that what they do after that is they immediately put you on this other list a week later, which is the list that you're going to get fired in about two more weeks. The naughty list. Yeah, (laughs) because they're not doing that again this (laughs) year. So we definitely hear that. So there's that. Um, The medical expenses. If you have some sort of procedure, surgery, I don't know, whatever be the case, and and you've got the ability to do it early, and we do see this quite a bit, Mm -hmm. try to do it early. That way you're hitting your deductible. If you know this is going to happen. So if other things come up, it's not a surprise at the end of the year, like, whoa, like like, you know, like I like I, I got surprised in November with a kidney stone. That was not a lot of fun. Put me in the ER. I just paid that bill last week. I didn't love that. Right. Yeah. But I'd much rather have dealt with that earlier,
0: right? Not in not in December. And that's, I mean, that's a really good point, especially with um, obviously getting that deductible paid in. And then it could be other procedures or other things, maybe a specialist that you've wanted to see that you haven't felt comfortable because it was going to go towards your deductible. So it might be just more um, ancillary um, mm-hmm. medical activities that you may want to do within that time frame because you know, you're going to hit your obviously deductible, which can be very powerful and allow you to maybe get seen by other people that you've been wanting to, right? Not necessarily a need, but a want. Because um, we definitely do promote health. Health is a big deal. So it is important to make sure you get that done. And if you can do it earlier, obviously the better. Now, I don't think anyone should plan on a kidney stone, but if that does happen, you know, hopefully it happens earlier than later. Call me, Alan. Dan can it. walk you through yeah. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, pe- people, uh, some surprises
1: are great. Some are not. <laughs> so uh, don't put yourself in a spot where you're going to get surprised. Uh, adjustments to different things. For example, college Allocations, right? Five twenty nine plans. They don't actually need that much attention. It um, should get some attention because these kids are getting older fast. So to to take time, it's a great time to do that because we're on winter break still. So you don't have to deal with the college piece. Great time to remember. It's kind of like when people tell you change of seasons. At least here in Wisconsin, is a great time to like change your furnace filter and stuff like that, which I still need to do. But nonetheless. Uh, Great time to look at something like that. And uh, and not just there, right? 401k allocations, you can change that whenever you want. It's not like the healthcare stuff we've been talking about where you've got eligibility windows. 401k, you can do whatever the case. So great if you didn't do that in December to do that now. Um, and then also optional
0: elections, whether you're going to exercise or not. ESPP, yeah, depending on when it, when the, the the election window is open for you. And also with four hundred one k's, not all four hundred one k's allow the ease of changing. There's only certain times. Mm-hmm. Most four hundred one k's these days do allow you to change it at will. Takes a couple paychecks, but not every four hundred one k. So just make sure you you know talk to your HR department about exactly how often and how much you can change. And something your like, contribution. Oh, sorry.
1: No, go ahead. It's something with the elections to think about, too, is if you're exercising any of those in January, you're optimizing the length you have before you have to pay the taxation on that, right? Because sure. now you bought yourself anywhere from a year to 16 months to pay that tax bill, as opposed to if you exercise in the December, <laughs> that's come and due in like three months. Yeah. So something else just to consider from a cash flow standpoint. Let's see what else I got. Um mm-hmm. Think about things like conversions, Roth conversions, backdoor IRA contributions, um, or Roth contributions, just contributions to those qualified plans in general. You have until you file your taxes or the tax deadline, which I think is changes now. I think it's nice. April 17th this coming year. I think this so. not this coming year, this year. April, April 17th or 18th? I think I think so. 18th. Yeah, one of those two. So again, you've got some time to still consider that. Now you know where income lies. Uh, hopefully, so it's an easier decision to make. A lot of times people hit us with raw conversions in December. Sounds great. Custodians can't process that quick. It's probably not going to happen um, unless it's really early December. That yeah. was a good time to calmly think about what that looks like. It's going into 2024, 2023, not for 2022. Right. Um, Tim and I don't personally love actually this one, but it gets said a lot, so we'll bring it up. We don't hate it. It's just situational. But think about increasing your 401k contributions. A lot of people will say try to increase one percent a year. Well, it's a great great habit to have, right? We're not saying that it's a bad thing. It's just when people increase their 401ks, you can't get that money back with great ease. Most people. So, um, being that that is the situation, just think about what that does to other cash flow things before you just go ahead and automatically do it. I hate the automatic one. I, I just think that it makes more sense to put some thought. Towards where where you're contributing to. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Hmm. We'll probably have
0: some more information on this one coming soon. But the secure, there's some changes in the Secure Act. Yeah, the Secure Act 2.0. Uh, I I I don't know if it's been signed into law quite yet. I think they were supposed to be doing that before the beginning of the new year. Um, but there is a lot of changes. It sounds like that will be going through again. Putting a, a an asterisk on that because I'm not 100 sure if it's officially officially been put through. Um, But there is a lot of changes when it comes to 401ks, ERISA type plans, RMDs, required minimum distributions. It is a pretty big hefty bill that's going to make a lot of regulation and changes uh, to certain things so that we will have more of that coming soon. But it could change uh, just different things for individuals um, when it comes to taking, again, like RMDs or. Uh, for example, what you can take out of a 401k, there's a lot of that talk in there as well. So there are some impactful um, items that we should be looking at for 2023 when it comes to that new legislative uh, agenda. We'll know more soon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, gifting. We want to talk about gifting a little bit. So
1: those conversations, a lot of, of the year. people know what they can gift more so. Those gifts are often tax deductible, so people are doing that. Uh, I'll tell you, these organizations need that money throughout the entire year, not just the end of the year, right? You could say, well, they should be budgeting properly. Well, we know that doesn't happen all the time. So think about, too, it's wonderful that you're making that impact. We like to encourage people, as long as they're able to, to gift as much as they can to things they care about. Uh, think about what you care about. Is there an organization that needs the help that you're missing? Um and then make those as generously uh, available as you possibly can. But there's no reason to even do partial contributions if you know you're going to make at least that early on the year. Don't feel rushed at the end of the year if you don't have to be, and just make a greater impact to the organizations like that. Yep. Also think about setting up uh, vehicles early on because they could take a little while on funding that for later this year. Great time to have that conversation when things aren't as rushed. Mm-hmm. And this goes hand in hand with estate planning, which is something that we talk about all the time. Half of Americans have done none of that. It's very, very important. A lot of it could be done at very low or no costs on a, simple, <clears throat> on a simple piece. But this is a big deal that people don't want to talk about. Uh, and a big deal usually taking a number of months. So give yourself some runway. It's a great time. We just had the holidays.
0: So maybe
1: that stress is a great lead into something like this, but a good, a
0: good thing to really kind of talk about. Maybe, maybe people want to adjust, you know, who their paying yeah. is after the holidays. Maybe didn't like, know so well. <laughs> you know, talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I do agree. I think the other thing too, that I would put on as a note with a lot of this is income planning. If you do know you're going to be generating a lot of income within this year, for some reason, maybe it's a sell of a business, maybe it's, uh, you know, exercising of stock options, um, that is something us uh, to start thinking about and talking to the appropriate professionals about it early, because then that's where you can start talking about, okay, how would we, how can we potentially offset some of this? What would that look like? And having the conversations, obviously, with tax professionals, with professionals like ourselves, um, it's a little bit easier to start that conversation if you know. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing, too, is everyone always just needs to pay attention. Um, you know, a year seems like it's forever and also seems like it goes by in a flash, But if there is changes to jobs and changes to income, Dan mentioned conversions. If we decide we're going to be off for a few months, right? And we're going to have a low income tax year, that could make sense then to do conversions and things in that nature. So if you are thinking about a transition transition Um, In any way, both a positive or a negative income perspective for the household or the family, some of those strategies you can really start thinking about and you'd have the full year to think about it and how to implement it and run the numbers to make sure that it makes sense. So thinking about the income tax planning is big. On the other end too, expenses, if you know there's big expenses coming up that are foreseen, that you know about, if it's a new car, a new house, things in that nature. Obviously, it's something to be able to think about, plan out, make sure that it's appropriate and see how much we can handle it. Typically, our clients, we're talking about that often and, and, and on a consistent basis, especially on the expense side. Most people are kind of prepared and ready to go, but it is important to something to think about um, as well, just going into this year, any big items, when I say big items, let's think of anything, you know, five, $10,000 or more that maybe needs to, to, uh, be accomplished within the year. Um, so then you can make sure you're prepared and don't get caught flat footed. So great point, Scoot. I'm going to add
1: to that actually too. So great thought It's sometimes overwhelming to figure out how you're going to do that. Hmm. So we talk a lot about saving goals, Excellent. We're not talking about budgeting, not at this point. Could that be on this list? Sure, but again, holidays just ended. We're not going to do that to you. We're not into, you know, crushing some dreams here on, on our first yep. year's podcast. Um, so, uh, saving goals are a little easier to think about. Still, kind of achieves the same thing, right? But how much money are you putting away to achieve these goals, and what time frame? If you can do that automatically, sometimes that hurts a little bit. <laughs> To do that, but it's you can change it a pay a paycheck or two later. It's not a bad idea to say, okay, this is how much? I'm gonna have my payroll just put it right into this account so that I can be prepared for these kind of expenses that we're talking about. And if it hurts too much, you can change it. It's not like that 401k increase. This is cash. So most likely you can go back if you need to and do something about it. But have it be automatic, make that habit form for yourself. And uh, and then these kind of things that, that Tim's talking about are just a lot easier to have,
0: yeah. manage, right? I do. And I do, I think I have one last thing that we mm-hmm. could hit on. And I think it's goal setting in general. And that's one thing that we've actually been talking a lot about within our firm, with our clients. Um, we obviously are very involved when it comes to the transactional data and understanding where people are spending money, which then Dan talked about the B word. Budgets. Don't love the B word, don't love the budget word. Um, And I think sometimes what happens is people get overwhelmed when they're aware of how much they've spent. And then they say, okay, well, how can I cut all my expenses? And what I don't typically like to see is people then set unrealistic goals. And what happens in my mind, my personal opinion, is that when you set unrealistic goals, such as I'm not going to spend as much, I'm only going to spend X, what happens is that you don't accomplish that goal. That means you failed that goal, which then puts more shame and anxiety on that goal, which then creates a negative feedback loop that just goes over and over. And then you, it's hard to find that behavioral change to where you are actually making change in, in a positive direction because you've set yourself up to fail. So I always encourage people to make sure is, is this realistic? Take a step back and just say, well, I only should be spending X. Then I have to ask, well, why am I spending X? So what I would say, especially when it comes to spending, is I think if you somebody wants to go and review what they spent through the year, really go through it and look at it, but then ask yourself, well, why did I spend that? Where What happened? And I bet as you walk through your spending, it's usually not that extravagant or more than what you thought, right? But everyone always assumes that they could have spent less. But if you go through and you enjoyed those things and you still are sustainable for all the things that you want to hit, you may not may, may not mean, may not need to make a change. If you go through and you're like, "Oh, you know what, I did go too far here, or I did go over on this mount, then starting to really be more realistic about how you can actually get there is important because again, people just see a number, but then that number isn't applied to the context of what was being spent, right? Sometimes, as one of our clients says very well, it costs money to breathe it is expensive, right? I mean, life has a cost. There is a basic cost of living in the United States. So it's just being real. I guess what I'm trying to encourage is being realistic about what you're trying to achieve. Because if you can do that, then you can actually create the necessary change to see in a positive direction. Um, and I just want to encourage everyone when you're doing goal setting to not obviously want to push yourself, but don't make it where there's it's an unachievable goal. That it just doesn't make sense. And it will create more negative harm than positive harm. Yeah. yeah financial
1: anxiety is real. And uh, it, it impacts most people we talk to. I've got plenty of my own share of financial anxiety. I do. So um, yeah, d- d- just don't be too hard on yourself there. No. But um, do what you can to cope with it the best, the best way as possible. Lean on others if you need to.
0: Um, do you have any personal financial things that you've got on your mind? You want to share? Oh, for my own personal Sure. for my own goals. Oh, for this year, yeah. Um, you know that's a good question. I think where I'm at with my household is I'm just trying to get through 2023. <laughs> I think a lot of people at, at my age, obviously being going to be turning 34 this year, um, and having my significant other in school, being a one home, really a one household income, it is uh, it's something that we're just trying to get through because we recognize that that income potential is going to raise in the near future. So it's more so just trying to make sure that we can get through in unscathed um, while getting her through the rest of her school, which she only has two semesters left, which is great. So um, that's probably really the goal. I'm not trying to be too much or too little, just to make sure that we can, you know, get through the, the uh, tough time of being just a one household income at the moment. But yeah, it's pretty much, I think my goal. It's great nothing too crazy crush it out Becca your last yeah. year <laughs> yeah what about you uh
1: yeah you know <laughs> I I have this issue uh with like gifts right like financial yeah. like, like gifts and stuff like that i'm trying to get better at that i'm gonna get better at that this year um and uh and then also i think i'm to to your point earlier i think i'm gonna try to find uh some time to really kind of enjoy the the space yeah enjoy the space do some things reasonably and frugally spend some cash to increase <laughs> yeah. happiness those kind of things um uh, sounds like a great plan uh, there
0: yeah i think yeah I, I guess i would summarize mine as being realistic about my sure the picture and just saying you know this is just where it is going to be for the moment but that's going to change and things will change Right. Well, with that being said, we wish
1: everybody a wonderful 2023. We look forward to seeing you like this quite a few more times this year and just take care of yourself and uh, yeah. And and enjoy the new year. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Like, Like and subscribe. Thank you for taking the time to start your journey of thinking differently and listening to LBW talk about stuff they love. Until next time. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only, and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual, on any specific security, on any specific broker-dealer or custodian. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments, broker-dealer or custodian may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed by podcast participants are solely their own and do not reflect the opinion of Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC. Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management LLC unless a client service agreement is in place.